So welcome to the Nine Hertz Podcast. Uh, we're kicking off this week with what is possibly the most unusual sound I've heard in a while. Um, a band called uh, Baselvart from uh, Flint, Michigan, which is, um, uh, I guess it's a, it's a troubled city from what I can tell. I think their watercourse is still like pretty buggered. So um, I don't know if that informs this music, but it's just this mad, mad sound. Um, to me, it's like lo-fi black metal crossed with like Thin Lizzy and... I even thought status quo, which is a really weird thing to say on the night. I don't think we've ever mentioned status quo on this podcast before. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's telling because um, it, it is that weird. Thin Lizzy, I think, is clear, you know, because yeah. it, you know, it's got that Irish folk element to it. Um, we feel it's just so strange. The first time I kind of listened to it, I thought, you know, particularly when those those kind of vocals come in, which are kind of like rough grunting vocals over the top of you know over the top of the kind of folkish psychedelic opening you wondered where it was going but by the end i was completely smitten with you know it's you know it's, it's, it's at times the guitar is quite beautiful it's um there's bits with like you say like thin lizzy like like witchcraft maybe you know bits of proto doom in there as well yeah like i say i was just I was, I was bemused at first and then just completely sold i mean it's obviously really unique and um i i've I just keep going back to it this song is just unbelievable by you know by the end of it i was just you know i was pressing play again even even though i had the rest of the album but i was just i had to kind of absorb it again it's just that good yeah i mean to me they've taken the best parts of live and dangerous like the you know the dual guitars the um I mean, the the song "Emerald" is all the way through this record. Like it, the the influence is just like completely obvious here, but it somehow works, and I've I've never heard anything like it. Which is, I think, is why I, I was like, yeah, I completely understand why you've picked this. Really, really intriguing stuff, isn't it? So mm. yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. So I'm going to try and uh, listen to the uh, previous release that they've got. Uh, they've got two here for from this year so um, I wonder if they sound uh, similar or whether they're sort of um, taking influences from elsewhere um, so yeah if you want to sort of check this full album out and I, I basically really employ it because it's just brilliant from start to finish uh, it's called The Higher Power by Baselvart and you can get this at baselvart.bandcamp.com uh, that was a song called Harvest Dream as ever it's nine amazing tracks that we found this week through submissions uh, sort of trawling Bandcamp for the best that the young, uh, underground can offer really and uh, yeah this is uh, another example of um, a band that we've followed um, sort of from their inception really Swamp Coffin from Rotherham um, honorary Sheffield band I guess as well because they, they seem to play Sheffield a lot more yeah this is their debut on uh, APF records which is fantastic news I think they did a demo uh, a few years ago and then they did a EP called Flat Cat Bastard Features which is fantastic and you can't say that without a Yorkshire accent um, the new record's called Noose Almighty, um, and it looks like they're doing sort of huge bundles of shirts, pins, CDs, uh, tape version of it as well coming out. So really, um, they're going all out with this, and it sounds um, a lot more realised, a lot more kind of focused, I guess, than uh, the stuff that they've put out before. Not that it wasn't very good, but it, you know, it's it's just it sounds more sort of polished and uh, like they've spent a bit more time on this one. Um, I've read that they might have uh, recorded this uh, under uh, some sort of restaurant as well, so that just adds to the sludginess of it. I think. Yeah, I just thought this was really interesting, and you know, they've. Um, They've been going a while now, and um, it's nice to see them sort of make it onto a, a decent label like APF. You know, 
APF kind of put out basically like the cream of um, underground sludge and I guess doom and, and sort of maybe a bit of punk in there as well. Like it's really quite varied, their label. So this is great news for Swamp Coffin. And um, yeah, I, I just really liked it. What did you make of this one, Pete? Yeah, I liked it. It's good. I think it's the first of two, well, at least South Yorkshire bands on this week. And, you know, I know, you know, we're kind of split across the country, but with Sheffield being the spiritual home of Nine Hertz, that's, yeah. you know, it's brilliant, you know, brilliant to see. So uh, that's, that's amazing. I, you know, I was really impressed with them. I've seen them a few times, but the one time in particular, I think it was, I think it was on the Doomlines uh, Festival in Sheffield, which uh, the body headlined, and they're really good. You know, so it's good to see them coming back. This is, you know, the only song I've heard off this. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's bold, it's loud, doom veering towards sludge. You know, I, I really like as well how the track develops. It's, you know, it's not just all head nodding, sludge grunting. It's, you know, there's. Is that you know it changes tack? It, it, there are sections that took me by surprise. So that's you know that's that's a real good indicator of a band who you know we've got a lot more going on than just kind of following the you know following the standard. Um, so yeah, this is a, you know it's a strong return and it you know promises a lot for the album. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to hear the record as well. So yeah, well done guys. It sounds amazing. Um, we're going to play the only song that they've released so far. Uh, this is called Welcome to Rot, and you can get this at swampcoffin.bandcamp.com.
So that was Swamp Coffin from Rotherham. Amazing stuff there on APF Records. Uh, next up, we've got a band called Megalith Levitation, uh, and they've got a record called Void Psalms out on Addicted label. They're from a place in Russia, and yeah, this just kind of um, just sounds filthy and and like really kind of murky, um, death informed stuff. I guess it's it's very sludgy, very doomy, but yeah, it's got something about it which makes it sound occult. It makes it sound, you know, just very primal. Um, I really, really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I've listened to them before. They've made, you know, they've made a bit of waves with their previous releases. There was a split maybe last year with a band called Deconstructor, and, and that was, you know, that got a lot of attention, and I really enjoyed it. And you know, it was, it, I was genuinely excited to hear that they've got, you know, a full album coming out, and it delivers everything I'd hoped. You know, that I think there's, you know, is it four tracks? Some of them up to twenty minutes long. You know, it's these enormous slabs of unrelenting doom. I think there's a mention in the bio of uh, the great Finnish band Horse Latitude, and that's a really apt comparison. Yes, I think. Yeah. you know it's the same in the same way. It's like you know these are really long songs. It's obviously they're oppressive in its sound, but it's never necessarily you know out and out drone, or it's never fully like funeral doom. It's just like these thick walls of heft, you know like a, a gravitational force that just like, you know, crushes you to the floor. Um, and, uh, you know, add in like the strange artwork, the fact that it's astrally minded, you know, from the artwork to the, you know, there's cosmic effects in there uh, to the song titles, you know, it's just, I, I really like the whole package and I just love listening to, you know, like strapping myself in and listening to them. Yeah. It's got this kind of old time religion sound to it as well. It's got this very sort of totemic thing about it almost, quasi-religious um sort of song titles and like this like you say the, the the artwork they've kind of said is um basically like the fall of man so like the western world learning about the fall of man and and sort of the the doom that comes with that i guess so yeah this is this is a hefty release so if you're gonna listen to this like you say strap yourself in it's uh, it's one of those really so um we're gonna play the song phantasmagoric journey uh, which is the opener but uh, it's one to sort of delve into it's a really deep pool to sort of wallow in so yeah really cool stuff you can get this at megalithlevitation.bandcamp.com or you can get it at addicted label
Seeds, that was Megalith Levitation, fantastic stuff there. We're going straight over to uh, I Void Hanger Records, who have put out like so much good stuff in the last year or two, uh, probably longer. Uh, and it's it's actually like really hard not to pick everything they put out because they've got some amazing stuff out at the moment. And uh, I really had to kind of you know kill some darlings that I found this week. So um, yeah, I went for this because it, it just it's so unusual. Uh, a band called Creationist who kind of taking on that um, that idea of religion again it's that spiritual kind of idea um, of, of things kind of poems and and sort of art inspired by religion and and the the idea of um, going against religion at a time when that would be really frowned on but the music itself has got this really strange vibe to it so it, it's almost black metal in in sort of parts of it this almost goes into world music. I hate using that term, but it's got a bit of like maybe reggae <laughs> halfway through. It's yeah. got kind of like a very dub sound to it. Uh, it wouldn't well, be sort of yeah. um, too out of place on a King Tubby record or something. It's amazing. Sorry, yeah, full enough. There, there was a, I, I made a note, which is the specials. <laughs> but just something weird. Yeah. And I know, you know, vague, it, it, it was in the um, synthesizer. And I thought, you know, I was trying to play something. It's like eighties. Is it eighties pop? And I thought, actually, it's, it's yeah. like a. You know, Scar. it's a bit like Scar in there. And I thought, mm. what's this doing in the middle of? You know, what what, <laughs> what begins as this kind of atmospheric doom? It's actually surprisingly light and airy in its opening. Then you've got that element. Then it breaks. You know, bursts into this kind of atmospheric black metal instead. And you're just like, what's going on? And and I was listening to that. And, you know, dumbfounded by it, but also realised I'm like grinning from ear to ear, and. You know, I, th- I think I also thought at that time, like, good old Ivory Anchor, because how they managed to find all these bands and, and give them the wider audience, you know, like, I love it. So, you know, like these typically European, seemingly crazy, typically solo artists as well, which are just taking extreme metal in absolutely, like, new directions, like directions you wouldn't even think of, you know, you wouldn't think you'd ever hear uh, or you'd ever, you know, I don't think we'd ever think we'd be saying out loud some of these comparisons we're making. Mm. And, you know, the world is a better place for for that label and for bands like Creationist because, this, you know, this is one song. I, you know, we, we say this a lot, but I cannot wait to hear the rest of this album because yeah. this is just, like, like mind-blowing. Yeah, it's, it's really strange. And I think the, the story behind it, I mean, I, I won't sort of read it all out, but it's worth kind of delving into because it's about, you know, um, a sort of, a mix of poetry, art, and, and ideas about kind of what's what's sort of acceptable as art. So I think that is kind of addressed by the the context of this album. I mean, they've said that um, the guy who's made this Viddy, um, he, he's the only member of the band, who says, um, I will use whatever it takes to make the song flow and words come across. Limiting yourself to one single music genre or style would significantly narrow down the different forms a song can take. And, yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, there's this kind of turning music on its head and then there's forcing it through a mangle like this. And it's um it's it's joyous as a result. So I, I really thought this was special. Um so it's off an album called Don's Linternival. Um and you can get this at i-voidhangerrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, like so we're gonna play the only song that they've uh, released so far. This is Il Pleur Don's Moncur.
so that was the insane creationist. Uh, we're going to go on to sort of more traditional Nine Hertz Fair here, I guess, but no less exciting. Uh, a band called Joint Hugger, who we played uh, an excerpt from their 20 minute song Reaper season earlier in the year. Uh, they've come back with a, a new record called Midnight. And uh, yeah, this is just fantastic, Pete. I mean, we loved what they did before, but this is, I don't know, it just kind of takes it in new directions, doesn't it? Yeah. They, you know, I think they're, they're a special band. They, this is uh, the kind of lead out single of a, an album that comes out on Halloween. So, and I, you know, I've had the, you know, I've been lucky enough to hear the whole thing. It, it is really, you know, really good. And the reason they've, you know, they've seemed to shot to prominence within kind of Stoner and Doom in a really short amount of time, uh, you know, to me and, you know, I suspect to quite, quite a few others as well. Uh, and this shows why, you know, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. It's, I love how I think you know to try to nail this down what it is about them, and I love how like, they they can launch into some really heavy and deep, you know, deep depth doom at any time, and they it feels like you'd think they might stay there, you know, they might kind of stay there mm. not just for the song, but maybe like for their career, you know, they'd be this one of like you know pushing the extremes of doom, but they don't, you know, they pull out, they kind of they still return to the you know to Stoner Rock's melody for want of a better word. So you've got that kind of the best of, you know, the best of both worlds or the best of Stoner and of Doom playing along together. Um, And, you know, this song just, you know, shows all of that, shows why, you know, like Stoner fans and heavier, you know, people into the heavier elements are going to both love this and which is why, you know, people want to see more from this band and you know for it to be the second release this this year is fantastic there's a bit as well just to say there's a bit in this song i was listening to it again and again today and it's, it's like this playful twinkly guitar mm-hmm. element leading into this big riff it's like between the fourth and fifth minutes it's, it's just sublime I, I, you know they're just you know continuing on that upward trajectory yeah, it's it's kind of transcendental stuff, isn't it? It kind of it, it takes it not in directions that you wouldn't expect, but they, they just build on on ideas so well. And I think that's what's the appeal for me to sort of go and listen to this again and again. Um, yeah, re- really enjoyed this, and um, yeah, it's it's an excellent kind of partner piece, I guess, to um, Reaper season that was uh, out earlier in the year. Um, yeah, and again, like I'd like to hear the whole album. I think this is going to sound amazing. Um, really cool stuff. Are they playing Desert Fest next year, or have I dreamt that? I I've got a feeling they are. Yeah, we we'll should see. know this. But, yeah, <laughs> should know. We should know off by heart. But you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, we've got gaps in our in our knowledge somewhere. So yeah, um, so yeah, we're gonna play um, like the title track. This is just uh, just the sort of one that they've released so far uh, called Midnight, and you can get this at jointhugger.bandcamp.com.
so that was the excellent joint hugger there fantastic stuff we're going to play a song from uh, melbourne band uh, religious observance next uh, we played these in um, i think 2019 so um, this is a welcome return and uh, yeah this this band are kind of filthy disgusting kind of sludgy stuff but it's got kind of like a I don't know, like an alt-rock kind of um, sort of beat underneath it. And yeah, I just thought this was fantastic. It's 10 minutes of absolute filth. What, what did you make of this one, Pete? Because I think we were fans of the last one, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. You know, it, I think you brought them, I think you picked them last time and, and and again here, but, you know, like you brought them to my attention and, you know, I've kind of followed them since. I'm just looking now, you know, we played them in December 2019, you know, which is, I don't know if that's a long time ago or not. Like now, a lifetime. Last, you know, since <laughs> it's such a weird time. It was such an innocent time. <laughs> Little <laughs> did we know. Anyway, yeah, it's, it, you know, it, it's sludge. It's nice and it's slow and it's repeating and it's, you know, ugly sounding. It's, you know, all your sludge requirements packaged in together. But but it's not unoriginal. It's not kind of, you know, like stayed. It's It has a tension to its kind of latent anger. Um, and that kind of just makes it all bubble away in a really kind of, um, you know, in electric way, you know, kind of sense you've been kind of dragged into, you know, into into the mindset that created it, you know. So, and I love like how the song can do that, you know, how songs can do that. And I'll always love, well, I always love good sludge music. And this is great sludge music. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I just thought, you know, it's, it's pretty much to the point. It's... Uh... Like I say, ten minutes of just really unpleasant sludge. Um, I think we we kind of thought it was amazing that they had um, some absolutely brilliant pseudonyms um, before. Um, I won't read them out again, but yeah, go to religiousobservance.bandcamp.com to kind of see what they're all called. I just love the fact that this record is dedicated to the memory of someone called Mister Hank No Pants. Um, so yeah, make of that what you will. Uh, basically. So yeah, we're going to play the song Seething, and it's off their self-titled record. This is Religious Observance.
So that was religious observant, absolutely amazing stuff though, proper filthy and, and just what we needed. Uh, we're going on to a band called Loose Sutures from Sardinia in Italy and Peter, I've never heard of these before but this is a really strange sound isn't it? It kind of you kind of expect maybe stone rock from the artwork and the sort of the style of, of the sleeve and everything, but yeah, it's altogether something else, isn't it? It is. The funny thing, I mean, we got sent this to our email account, you know, from PR quite a long time ago now. So, and I list this, this is the opening track and I just instantly sold. I was like, I'm going to absolutely adore this record. And then, the rest of the record after this opening is completely different and it's not that it's not good but it's just a different style so the rest of the album sounds like i don't know stoner punk or garage punk you know a bit more what you you probably what you were expecting you know from what you were saying from the artwork and things like that i wouldn't say it's like quite on the levels to say the dwarves or zeke but maybe someone like mondo generator for example you know so that type of approach um and it's uh, but i just had to go back and pick this song i loved it that much i've since I heard it, you know, that first time a few months ago, I was like just completely sold with it. And it feels a bit weird playing a track that's an outlier. But, I, yeah. you know, but here we are. I, I love it that much. And I think it's, it's really good. You know, it's fully immersive psych. It's got didgeridoo, you know, in the, in the opening. <laughs> um, it's got an absolute, like, you know, utterly chilled pace to it and like delicate guitar lines. I think the obvious kind of band to reference would be Color Haze. Mm. Um you know, I even thought like Planet Caravan as well. You know, there's bits of that in there. You could just melt away listening to this music. You know, it's just what a way to open an album. Um, yeah. And what a, <laughs> I don't know, I feel maybe what a weird thing, you know, what a weird way to kind of throw you as well when it kind of you know, none of the rest of the album sounds like that. But yeah, I just thought it was just a stunning song. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it kind of sets a really weird tone for the rest of the record. I, I'm really sad you didn't pick the song Super Fast Shit Kebab just for the title but <laughs> you know uh, people can listen to that if, if they want um yeah so if you want to hear this um you can go to loosesutures.bandcamp.com uh, the record's called a gash with sharp teeth and other tales and uh, we're gonna yeah we're gonna play the opener which is white vulture
so that was Lou Sutras from Italy. Fantastic stuff. We're going back to South Yorkshire, the, the sort of glorious South Yorkshire for the next one. Uh, and the debut um, song by Goza, I guess. Um, so Goza are a band that are formerly known as Archelon. Uh, it's a completely new band. I think some of the members are the same. I think maybe two of the members are the same. Uh, but Craig, who used to be in Baal as well, um, is the sort of brain behind this. And he's been working on this for a while now. I think I think they sort of formed maybe uh, a year or two ago, um, uh, sort of at the, at the demise of Archelon, which were kind of like a possibly four or five piece at one point. Um, but yeah, Goza are a, a sort of tight three piece. And uh, yeah, they're making music, which is very much in the post-metal vein. And yeah, I just thought this was fantastic. Like as, a, as an opening statement as to what they want to sound like now, this is perfect. It's primal. It's heavy. It's. I think it's indebted a little bit to Neurosis and a little bit towards uh, Court of Luna and sort of bands like that. But that's exactly where Craig's taste is. That's exactly what he listens to. Arm and Ra, things like that as well. I really enjoyed this. And yeah, I'm just glad to see Craig back making music um, in such a sort of meaningful way as well. This is this is absolutely focused stuff. And um, what did you make of this piece? I mean, we've we've seen Craig do so many things over the years. I think Bog, which is his other project as well. Yeah, yeah. Funnily enough, I, I I think I missed. I must have missed kind of the the name change or the kind of the full end of Arclon and the transition to Goza because I was suddenly wondering who this band was. You know, like the, obviously gigs are returning to Sheffield and seeing this. You know, seeing the name Goza all over like every not every but like loads of uh, gig posters ever. I was like, who is this? And I kind of checked in with you and it's like, so I don't know. I missed that, but yeah, I think you know it's got a satisfyingly like troubled yet rich tone to it. And I think it's through the, it's really, you know, it's got a lot of layers to it, you know, and that produces real full sound. You know, and that's, that allows it to kind of properly bristle with energy, you know, and it just, you know, it's that restlessness that, you know, provided that, that energy about it. You, you know, it's just, I don't know, it, it's such a full sound, you know, they've done really well. Absolutely. And I can't wait to hear more. Like, I think um, they're going to be playing a lot of gigs soon. It uh, looks like they've got quite a few booked in uh, this month and next month. So, yeah, Goza are about to become a force to be reckoned with, uh, especially on the live sort of circuit. So, yeah, they're no strangers to the stage. And, yeah, I can't wait to hear more, really. So this is, like we say, their sort of first foray into recorded stuff. I'm hoping there's an album on the way as well. Uh, but in the meantime, this is a song called Crown Eater. You can get this at wearegoza.bandcamp.com.
So that was amazing Goza from Sheffield. Fantastic stuff there. Uh, good return. Um, the last track we're going to play is another track from iVoidHanger Records. So like we said earlier, it's really, really hard to pick uh, sort of tracks and, and, and albums to sort of showcase from this label because I think we would do all of them if we had the choice. Um, but yeah, this next band is called Alcuharmonian Cantaja and they've got a record called Shadowy Peripherals out and it's just this mad kind of primal black metal but with these insane vocals I, like, I really had to get my head around this um, but you know that's the that's the case with most of their records to be honest uh, this label yeah I, th- I think they kind of went for that like early black metal sound and it it works doesn't it mm. it I you know it, 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 I think I, I heard this because I, I listen to everything obviously I avoid hanging put out they tend to kind of, you know, uh, lead into their albums a few weeks in advance. Uh, I mean, they've got kind of six lined up for the next few weeks, you know, including Creationist. Um, There's such an, you know, such a busy label as well. But this one, unless I missed it, just seemed to drop whole on um, on the last Bandcamp Friday. So it's like, oh, you know, it's a surprise. And I, I just instantly was like in love with it. It's so strange and you know it's it's kind of esoteric it's of you know obviously black metal it the bands it kind of reminds me of like Aesop Trillium you know obviously it from my value don't get like of old Aranzi Pazuzu in some elements and the other one was um Psy you know kind of how they've got that like ridiculously over the top fairground opera approach yes. to black metal yeah. just something stranger and the elements of this and maybe not in exactly the same way i was thinking more like you know this band are more like say like christopher lee in um in the wicker man you know the vocals are like that (laughs) um but also you know there's bits the one thing i should say like every song in this album is is thrilling it's such a strong album um i just i sat there like you know bank on friday i've got hundreds of things lined up but i just kind of this was the first thing I had on, and I played it all the way through. You know, everything else had to wait. There's other bits as well, which are kind of almost like 80s gothic indie. Um, you know, it, it, it yes. had like a depressive overtone to it, a bit, you know, almost like Joy Division gone black metal. Is it, you know, yeah. that's a bit kind of, you know, um, over the top, but that's in there as well. Maybe, you know, on other songs, it may be even more than this one. But add all that in, and you've got something which is completely unusual and another weird take on black metal and weirdly you know I've got to say as well fun with it i found this really kind of enjoyable mm-hmm. record you know like you know like just i was smiling at the strange turns it took um and you know add in you know times it by the kind of whole seven tracks on here and you've got say, another special release yeah i think we've really thrown the strangeness at people this week along with kind of like yeah. straight up kind of doom and post metal stuff yeah, we we re- we really are challenging you this week. So if you've uh, if you've stuck around, then thank you very much. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, this sounded a little bit like maybe like early Dark Throne or you know the first wave of black metal, but with kind of like um like you say this eighties bent to it. Have you ever heard that um, Satyricon record called Volcano? Yes, it's really strange. It's it's got lots of keys on it. And it's got lots of like really weird flourishes all over it, um, as well as being like quite sort of punky i guess it, it kind of reminded me of the spirit of that um but a bit more primal and a bit more kind of um you know on the esoteric edge really um yeah but like we say i mean everything that i avoid hanger put out seems to have this demented uh, kind of edge to it that kind of 
speaks to it speaks to me at least um and i think a lot of people find this label um fascinating as a result and they always do amazing packages like the digipack cds are always fantastic so yeah if you want to hear the rest of this um you know like we say the album is is worth kind of uh sort of putting yourself through really it's, it's a really vivid experience um so yeah we're going to play the uh, title track uh, shadowy peripherals and you can get this as ever at i-voidhangerrecords.bandcamp.com We'll see you next week.
Tell me.